Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. in mind right here and stronger every day. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Stronger Every Day where the coffee is strong. The Word of God makes us stronger and God always has your miracle in mind. Hello, James, Travis. Good to see all of you guys on here. Man, it has been a wild, wild, wild few days. Been a wild uh, couple of weeks here. Uh, hello, Brian Cooper. Good to see you. Um, everything is happening so fast in the Supreme Court. Uh, so many things are going on around the world. Uh, for those of you that I'm, I'm here with my John Wayne American hero. Hello, Sister Joy. Good to see you. Do me a favor, everyone, if you can, hit the share button. And uh, we want to get this on here. Uh, yes, you are. Hello, Apostle Bobby. Uh, got your voicemail. I'm calling you back today. Just got home, drove all night long. I want to talk to you guys about something that's really important, but before I do, I want to give you a few announcements. Um, if you've not had a chance uh, to follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, hello, Pastor Heath, good to see you. Um, good to please follow us. Hello, Phyllis, good to see you on here. Follow us every day. Uh, we want to we want to get you an opportunity. And also, if you've not had a chance to download our app. Uh, please do so. Uh, what we want to do is we want to make this available to you, and uh, we want to uh, uh, be connected with you. There's merchandise, CDs, books, all kinds of stuff, tools to help you grow as a Christian, and we want to do that. And then this weekend, uh, it's going to be an amazing time. I'm going to be at a brand new church called Compass Church in Marshfield, and uh, if you're anywhere in the area, drive down and see us. Um, we're going to be there. Um, it's a brand new church. Can't wait to go. Hello, Sister Kathleen. Can't wait to be there. It's going to be great. And uh, July 1st through the 3rd, uh, Friday night at 7, uh, Saturday at 6, and um, we're going to be there at Sunday at 10. And then we're going to have a miracle service on Sunday night. Well, Brother Sean, it's July 3rd. What a night to be celebrate the freedom in your life like July 3rd, right? It's going to be an amazing time. God's going to do amazing things, all right? So we want to make sure that you're there. All right, guys, I want to talk to you guys about something that's really big on my heart right now. And um, I want to talk to you guys about growing up as a spiritual Christian. And and one of the things that I'm really, I'm really saddened by is this Roe versus Wade thing, um, everything that I see going on, it's really bothered me because the way that Christians are reacting. And I was meditating on a few verses, and I want to show these verses to you. Hello, Nathan. Good to see you. Uh, watch this. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 14 and 15. It says that henceforth we be no more like children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, 
that we may grow up in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Notice what he said, speaking the truth in love. Guys, just because someone speaks the truth in love doesn't mean it isn't going to bother someone or hurt their feelings. Listen to this verse. The Bible says that he who loves the letter of thy law, nothing shall offend them. It's amazing to me how many Christians are walking around in offense. And I believe it's because we're not spiritually growing. We're not spiritually growing as mature Christians, as mature adults. Uh, we're not even acting like mature self, you know, self-helped, uh, you know, mature adults, much less mature Christians. This is a huge thing that that I really struggle with right now because I really believe. Um, so I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a series here on growing up. Okay, so here's the first one. I believe that spiritual growth starts with the Bible. Okay, I want you to put that in the comment section. Spiritual growth, either write this down, put it in the comment section, or because this is really big. Spiritual growth starts with the Bible. Okay, uh, listen, most preachers should preach the Word of God. But I was driving down, I was driving down the road last night, and I was, I was, uh, I was looking at this church, okay? Now, now listen, whether the, if, if what I say offends you, don't get mad at me because I didn't write it, okay? I'm driving down this church and there's a, and, and, here, and here's, what, here's what it is. There's a rainbow flag and it's sitting at the side, of, I mean, as, as a church, it's sitting right there. Listen, I welcome all people, but I do not welcome that doctrine. That's the difference. Okay, that's the difference right there in the Bible and man's teaching. Let me give you let me give you a great a great analogy. I welcome anybody that's a homosexual. I welcome anybody that's a drug addict. I welcome anybody that's went through any kind of problems in their life. However, I cannot agree with their lifestyle. And the Bible teaches me that that's sin. Committing adultery is a sin. Homosexuality is a sin. Uh, lying is a sin. But what, what's happening right now is you've got these Christians, right, that want to say because we don't agree with somebody that we welcome their lifestyle. Well, you know, listen, that, that's, not, that, that's not true. The Bible teaches me how to live. The Bible teaches me my persuasions. The Bible teaches me my instructions. I wouldn't walk across the street and give you a dollar for anybody that's not preaching the Bible. Okay, that's why it's important, Christians, you've got to read the Bible. If you want to spiritually grow, you've got to read the Bible. You've got to know what the Bible says. Notice what he says. He said, we shouldn't be tossed to and throw with every wind of wave of doctrine. If you can't find scripture to back up what you're teaching, if your preacher can't find scripture to back up what they're teaching, if you can't, if you can't find scripture to back up what this man is prophesying, they're not doing it right. They're not doing it right. You gotta, you gotta hear me. They're not doing it right. Okay, listen, listen to what this says. By the slate of men and cunning craftness. Listen, uh, I, I don't know if he's still on here, but Apostle Bobby Hogan was uh, uh, on here. Uh, that's a man of God to follow, preaches the Bible. 
Dr. Mike Brown, another guy to follow, preaches the Bible. Another guy, Benny Baker, another guy, Bishop Brian Gallardo. Follow these guys. He Cole, he's on here. Follow these guys that preach the Bible. Don't get caught up in all of this stuff, okay? All right, now watch this. A lot of people are not going to agree with me, but I really believe this right now more than ever. As we become born-again believers, listen to me. This is huge. You should get educated, okay, in the Word of God. Listen to, listen to me right now. We should not be living from manifestation to manifestation. Okay, we should be living glory to glory, realm to realm. That means we get smarter. That means we learn more. That means we that means we grow as Christians. That means we don't get offended every time a pastor or a minister preaches something that we don't necessarily agree with. Learn, read, do some different things. Listen, I mean, my goodness, Christians. I mean, you got to you got to start getting educated. And quit living from manifestation to manifestation. I mean, I mean to tell you, we have got to grow up. We're offended at everything. We're offended at everything. We're offended because somebody somebody said a scripture that we've never heard before. And because we didn't know it, we say they're heresy, or we say what a read the Bible, know what's in there. Uh, you know, one of the greatest revelations, uh, th this is this is a great book. By Apostle Bobby Hogan, you should go read it. Stages of preparation to ministry. Man, there was something powerful in here that I grabbed the hold of, and and watch what it says. Uh, th this is huge. Th just just one little thing, and 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 it said th this is amazing. Okay, stages of preparation for ministry. This is one of the greatest books you could ever read. He said, "Your mouth is like a sharp sword. Your mouth ain't sharp if it's not coming from the Bible." Okay, here's another great book you should read, Pillars of Honor by Mike, Mike Brown. Here's another, uh, or, or the Proclaiming Loss, here's another one you should read. Uh, help, I'm supposed, help, I'm not supposed to be here. Brian Gallardo, listen, you've got to start reading books that are scripturally based, okay? Not just crazy books that may, you know, somebody was quoting a philosopher. The philosopher isn't Jesus, okay? Get that through your head, Okay? Listen, uh, I'm, I, through this process, I'm going to give us five major steps to grow as Christians as we start going down this road, okay? So so here's another thing that I want you to get. Here, this, this, you got to get this. You got to write this down and you got to keep it, okay? Start simple. Start simple. Hey, Annie, good to see you on here. Start simple. Here's what I mean by that. You know, a lot of Christians want to get, they, they get overwhelmed, okay? They get way overwhelmed. They get, they get, uh, they, they get themselves in a place where all of a sudden they're just, they're just like sporadically, uh, moving and flowing. And all of a sudden they're, they're here, they're over there. Start with a system, get a systematic process of learning simple and reading the Bible. Start simple. Start with a chapter a day. Okay, let me give you let me give you four quick Bible plans that you could really do that would motivate you as a Christian. Okay, okay, if you read three, listen, th listen to this. I want you to hear me. Write this down. If you read three Gospels a day, you can read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Okay, you can read them twelve times 
I think it's 12 times in a year if you if you read three chapters a day, okay? Here's another one, a proverb and a psalm, okay? A proverb and like I think it's five or 10 psalms. You can do that every 30 days, okay? Listen to this. I recommend that if you're starting out, okay, uh, there's a great Bible app, okay? It's called Bible Study Together. You can get this app. It's free. My, This is what I suggest. They, they say that a two-year comprehensive reading plan, it's slow, it's small, and it's and it's very, very weighty. Or in other words, you don't get overwhelmed. But you read now, now you know I, that that's just that's just something to start with, okay. And then here's another here's another one. You can read the Bible in a year. Um, I, I think an average Christian that reads at an, at an average speed, if they read it, did you did you know that if you locked yourself away, you can read the whole Bible in seventy two hours, okay? That that's huge. There, have a goal. Start simple, but start somewhere. Start getting trained. Start getting learned in the things of God. This is huge, okay? We got to start doing that, okay? Now listen, <clears throat> you've got to start, listen, you've got to start leaving emotions behind. I want you to put that in the comment section. Start leaving emotions behind. An emotional Christian is a sabotaged Christian. Oh man, I want you to write that down. An emotional Christian is a sabotaged Christian. If you're guided by your emotions instead of being guided by the word of God, you're going to be manipulated and you're going to be deceived. Okay? I want you to write that down. An emotional Christian is a sabotage Christian. Now, here's what I mean by that, okay? Obviously, we're going to be emotional, okay? We're going to be, we're, we're going to feel God's presence. We're going to experience God's presence. We're going to get excited about God. I'm not talking about those kinds of emotions. Here's what I'm talking about. When you get led emotionally, instead of being word-led, your emotions will dictate everything. You've got to let the word to start. You've got to let the word to start dictating every part of your life. Oh man, I'm feeling like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like God doesn't love me. Immediately that what should come out of your mouth. The Bible said that that he first loved me. The Bible says that he can never leave me nor forsake me. He'll be with me always and even until the end of the world. God loves me. I'm the head and not the tail, I'm above and not beneath. And everything about God that he thinks about me is good, according to Jeremiah 29, 11. For my thoughts, my thoughts towards you are good. My thoughts towards you are great. You've got to immediately strike down every emotional thought that's negative and put in and plug in the word of God. Okay? It's real big. This is real big. You've got to quit being led by your emotions, and you've got to start being led by the word of God. The Word of God properly will create the right emotions. The Word of God ingested, digested, and spoken will continually begin to move you in the right direction and make you start having the right emotional thoughts. Okay? So, 
Leaving your emotions behind will destroy every enemy a tactic that he has towards your life. Okay, that's huge. Okay, and last but not least today, I'm next week I'm going to give you five steps. Or st I'm starting tomorrow actually. We'll be here Friday. And then I'm going to start with five steps to make you a grown-up Christian, okay? Here's the last one I want to give you today. God is for you, okay? God is for you. I want you to write that down. God is for you, okay? Now, here's where most people get this scripture out of whack. When we say God is for us, we automatically think that no matter what, God, God is for my opinion, God is for my thoughts, God is for my life. Here's the thing. God is for you as long as you're walking in and with the word. God be for me who can be against you. Okay, that means this. Your thought process and your life has to line up with this book. If it doesn't line up with this book, you're an heir, okay? Let me give you an example. How, okay, I'm going to say this to you. How can God be the creator of a life and like abortion? Okay, so I've had all kinds of people that come on, you know, attacking me, coming up against me. Listen to me right now. I will die on this hill by myself. I don't care if anybody likes me or not. How can God be the giver of life and still like abortion? Okay? That's not my that's not my opinion. That's stated by the word. Why? Because the word of God says he's the giver of life, he's the creator of life. God cannot. Now listen to me. Now, you have to understand this is where people get all kinds of things out of context. Then people start throwing up stuff like this. Well, if God's the giver of life, how come people die of cancer? How? Okay, you have to understand that the enemy is moving and flowing on the earth is a season. A lot of times, sickness is brought on by several things, not God. There's no sickness in heaven. God doesn't bring sickness on people. Okay, so you have to understand something to me that you can't just pick and choose what parts of the scripture that you like. Okay. I truly believe that the Bible says that bitterness is rottenness to your bones. We can't be bitter at people and expect to walk in divine health. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. You've got to be studied in the Word of God. You just can't pick and grab scriptures that you want to grab and grasp at. Well, God, you know, listen, There, I, I, I will say this, okay, and I will say this in confidence. I love, I love every person on here. I love every person in the media world. There is no such thing as a pro-choice Christian. Okay? Now, I say that to say this. We can't just pull opinions out of the air. Let's move up from another subject, okay? You can't be a shack-up Christian. <laughs> right? Everybody gets mad because... Because we want to, we want to, we want to throw out, we want to throw out all kinds of things. Okay, Let, let's move something else. Move to another place. You can't be a shack up Christian. You can't be 
and, and see, so everybody wants to pick, everybody, everybody wants to pick all these things that they want to share. You know, well, how come you're always abortion? Listen, I'm against anything that creates separation from me and God. I'm not just picking and choosing. Anything, any sin that separates me from God, it, 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 that, that's not good. I'm a, I'm a life Christian. I'm a, I'm a believer Christian. I'm trusting these things because I'm trusting the Bible. Okay. And I want to encourage you guys. We're, we're just a moment. We're just a prayer away from sealing everything the way it should be. God can make things right with you in two seconds. You can make things right with God in two seconds. All you have to do is know the Bible, know what it says, and know that God is, listen, God wants to create a life where there is no separation. Okay? Here's another thing. Here's another thing. How can you, listen, I, I know it's crazy, but how can you, how can you say that God isn't in government? Okay, government, government and God are synonymous, hence the kingdom of God. God showed us how a system, okay, right, absolutely, Travis, soften our hearts. That's right. That's what God wants to do. God and government, the kingdom are synonymous. God showed us how the system is to work. God showed us how it's to work. Listen, I say this because I want us Christians now, here's the thing. Just because that we are saved and just because, listen to me, this is real huge. Just because we believe a certain way doesn't mean we can't hear someone else's opinion. Okay? It's really big. Doesn't mean we can't hear someone else's opinion. We need to be able to hear them and have a conversation with them. And we need to hear their side. Because I've maybe we've never been where someone is. However, if we do it in love and we do it in the proper manner, we can have a conversation, we can have a strategy, and I believe that God's word will always prevail. Okay, so hear me. We're gonna be doing a series. I got five powerful things that causes us, okay, to begin, uh, to begin to grow as a Christian. I'm gonna share with you part one Okay, so it'll actually be part two, but I'll give you number one, okay? So, I love you guys. I honor you. I appreciate you. And uh, we love you guys. We'll be here tomorrow with Partner Day and part two of Growing Up. Amen? I love you guys. I miss you. Remember, God always has your miracle in mind. and Something good is going to happen in your life today. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to partner with us monthly or sow a seed into our ministry, you can download the Standing Strong Ministries app on Google Play or the App Store, or you can send it to Post Office Box 602, Lebanon, Missouri, 65536. Thank you and have a wonderful day.